Wake up! Wake up! Wake up, Daddy! Wake up, Mr. West! Mr. West! This is Iris from Seattle. This is Ray from Chicago. And welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Where we talk about fatherhood stuff, Catholic dad stuff. We celebrate good dads here. Hey, dads, this is for you. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. What's going on? What's up, everybody? What's up, Ray? How you doing, man? Ah, my back hurts. Oh, okay. From carrying this podcast, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? It's very light. That's right. Light that's weight. right. Light yeah. weight. Yeah. Hey, if this is your first time <laughs> listening to the Fatherhood Arise podcast, thank you. We're so happy to hear uh, that you've heard about us and you are with us now this is where ray and i talk about catholic dad stuff the intersection of faith and fatherhood and if you've been with us for a long time hey we appreciate you thanks for sticking with all of this hullabaloo is it hullabaloo it's great hullabaloo that's a great word i think hullabaloo i like it yeah yeah reminds me of a tailspin for some reason (laughs) that's right tailspin baloo 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 bear and uh, I mean, because what 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 else could you say? Shenanigans, but people shenanigans. say shenanigans all the time now. I guess so. They do, but no one says hullabaloo. But they don't. That's a that's the word. I think that's but the that's word. what we're doing. Ridiculousness. Yeah. The hullabaloo. Ludicrous. Chris. Ludicrous. There you go. <laughs> Ludacrist. Um, anyways. Oh, okay. Yeah, fired up today. So, Ray, <laughs> I shouldn't be the one fired up. You should be fired up because you got a lot going on, man. I am on fire. I'm fired up. That's right. Yeah. That's, so, in this first part of the show, we do stories. The real life we do of dad. stories. Yes, you call it dad venting, but it's I not dad you venting. Do. I, do I do not. I call it the I real housewives of fatherhood. <laughs> <laughs> Although we're we're knocking on Advent, so it's it's coming up. Dad it is dad Advent. 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 But f- until we get there, let's call it the real house dads. The real house dad stories. Okay. Yeah. The Real House Dad stories. Let me see. Okay, so the Real House Dad story from Ray. Right now, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm there's a lot going on. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot going on. I will share uh, this one story. I think it's a sweet one. Uh, today, I was putting the kids to sleep and all sharing all the five kids, non-newborn uh, kids, are in one room. They, there's two bunk beds in in one room and called the kids' room. Eventually, the girls' room and then the boys' room. But right now, it's all just the kids' room. Anyway, put them all to sleep there. Even our youngest. That we're not our, he's not our youngest anymore. We've, oh. transi- we've transitioned to having a newborn, by the way, guys. Yeah, congrats, so, dude. That's right. So, uh, yeah, our two-year-old also slept there or um, attempting to. I have a feeling he's going to be knocking on our doors very soon. But anyway, um, I put him to sleep. And the little guy, Zachary, he's two years old. He's like, Dada, don't yeeb. Don't <laughs> yeeb me. And he, he's so don't sweet. because he yeeb. Don't yeeb. He, um, he held my face and he's like, stay here. Stay here. Don't yeeb. 
and I'm like, all right, well, uh, let me just brush my teeth. <laughs> is this is this bad that I'm lying to my kids? Who else lies to their kids? A little bit sometimes. Never. But but I did. I did just now, just to kind of just to kind of calm them down and just letting letting them know that um, I'll be back. I I will be back to check on them. I just basically told them, yeah, don't don't move from here. I'll be right back. Okay, I'll be right back. I mean, it's not really lying because I will be back. You will be back. I will You're like be back. the Terminator. That's right. I'll be back. Yeah, right there. So, yeah, it's uh, bittersweet. But I think, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's going to need to get used to staying in the, uh, the boys' room. There you go. Now the, the, kids, the kids' room. room. Right yeah. The kids' room. So let, let's get this straight. All the kids are out of your bed now. And yes. out of your room, except for the newborn. The newborn, except is, for the newborn, she, she's got a little um, what? What is it? Like a little rocker, a little uh, cradle next to our bed. Yeah, bassinet, I believe is a what little it's bassinet. Called. That's that's what it's called, a bassinet. Yeah, cool. Well, that's nice. That is sweet. Don't weep, Dad. Don't da da. Is that what they call you, Dada? Dada. Don't weep. Yeah, that's yeah, nice. Man. Well, it's I like nice. that story. That's the total opposite of my story. Okay. So, so here at our house, all our kids have a job. At, uh-huh. at, in the evening, somebody has to set the table. A different kid clears the table, and then another one unloads the dishwasher. Nice, and yes. And then I do the dishes. So they got to have that dishwasher clean, cleared out so that I could do the dishes and load them up. And so it was going a bit slow. We had a busy night. We had lots going on. And I decided I would help the person, my child, unloading the dishwasher. I was going to help him. Mm. And so there are some places that they're just a little bit too tall. So I would like grab it and here he'd hand it to me and then I'd put it up in the tall spot and then that's fine. But we got to the part where he has to put away the sharp knives. Oh, okay. Yeah. And typically at this point, I say, I'll handle the knives, right? Keep them safe. But today I said, nah, you know what? Yeah, you put away the knives. And so he was, because the first thing he did is he grabbed like the big butcher knife and he said, big knife. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, yeah, that's a big knife. Put it over there. And then, <laughs> and then he puts it there. And he was super happy because he's not usually handling sharp knives. Yeah, it's, it's a big responsibility. It's a big Dad responsibility. Trusts me. And then he did a couple of the steak knives. And then I went and I grabbed a steak knife to help him put it away just to make it go a little bit quicker. And then I went and I reached down to put the steak knife away. And at yeah. the same time, he oh, was putting shoot. one oh. away, and he stabbed me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Dude. Oh. He, Are you all right? He straight up stabbed me in Did the hand. A puncture? A skin it puncture? Broke the or skin. What? Oh. Oh, my gosh. And, okay, I'm so, so, sorry to hear that. so I guess pop quiz. What do you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, question, question. Yeah, question. When it when it punctured the skin, right? Did you? What's your reaction? Did you like say something or like 
scream. Yeah. So I guess to the dads out there, to the dads out there, what are you going to do? What would you do? Or what have you done when your child stabs you with a knife? So here's what I did. I ignored it. Mm. I like no, no, no grunts. No, I felt it. And I was like, uh, yeah, like, like Clint, I clenched up. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I kind of laughed. I laughed to myself. And then my wife said, what's so funny? And then I was like, I just was stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't want to yell. I didn't want the kid to feel bad and oh, man. Uh, feel like carry on the guilt or whatever. And uh, yeah, so I just kind of sucked it up. And like, uh, sucked up the Did blood. Did he know? <laughs> Did, oh, so you, okay. You're one of those that's like, you're going to suck it up. Oh yeah. Not, not run for the bandage or whatever. No, 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 no. What no. did your, did your kid know? Oh yeah. He knew. He knew. Okay. He was like, and how oh, did you, how, oh, <laughs> oh, oh no. I was like, I'm fine. Happens all, I was like, happens all the time. Yeah, I was like, I'm fine. Hey man, I'm fine. Uh, nice. I'm not fine. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody stay calm. That's yeah, nice. It was All a right. really like it was a really calm time. I really okay. channeled the calm. You tried to hold the blood in yeah. as best you could. That's right. I I tried to will my blood <laughs> to stop pumping to my left hand. Oh. And I uh, was mildly effective. <laughs> Anyways, I'm fine. Yeah. Everybody's fine. There's no blood everywhere. It's cool. Everything's fine. I hope you learned your lesson. What's the lesson? I was going to ask you that. What's <laughs> What's the lesson to be learned? <laughs> Stay away from your kid when he's handling knives. Right, maybe. or don't let the, maybe he's not quite ready. And I should have <laughs> known that when he picked up the first knife. With that reaction of big knife. Oh, exactly. Man, good stuff. Yeah. So, anyways, that was, that's my story, and it was a good mm. time. Nice. So speaking of <laughs> speaking of knives, speaking of cutting yourself, mm-hmm. the topic the topic for today is actually my story of. Welcoming our little baby daughter, Rosary Lourdes Pingoy. Oh my goodness, she is a joy. But what an adventure it was. And she's our sixth child. My wife is my hero. And yeah, I just wanted to kind of dive into that. I was just thinking about this before we got on this podcast recording because last week was a totally different week. Yeah. But that was just last week. You know, it's like, that was just last week. It was just last week, and the world was different. The world was different. Now it's like, yeah, completely a different world. And again, it was just last week. But it's just beautiful, scary, uh, excitement, all, all of these emotions going through my head. Um, and I, I'm sure if, if you, if you have not, uh, heard the, uh, the, uh, uh, episode from last week, go ahead and, and check it out. So we had our great friend Khalil, Khalil. on with us. What a and dude. And so we, 
what a dude, right? And it was um it was kind of touching when he when I was like talking about the during a dad venting session. <laughs> Again, it's not dad venting, it's just a real live story of, of uh dadhood, right? And I was just like kind of worried. Um and maybe we'll have a, a specific topic for this, but like talking about the will, talking about like, you know, writing that will. Have you done that before? Um, no, I can't say that I have. And so, yeah, we're I, we're at that stage of life where me and my wife were thinking about it. And it was it struck her because it's not the first time we've tried to talk about it because we kind of just put it away and not talk about it. I mean, we have, you know, insurance and all that stuff and life insurance and blah, blah, blah. But we not, we don't have uh, oh, what's the the term? And again, this might be another topic for another time. But we 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 need to come up with a, or we need to really draw up a will for us. Like who's gonna have the kids? Who's gonna take care of them? All that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was just a wake up call for me last week. Like, dang, this is for real. Like, life is and will change. Yeah. Um and that helplessness that trust in in god that just really leaning on god's goodness so yeah um i'm sure you uh you're you're not too far from having a newborn you're just your your youngest just turned one years old right right yes and so yeah everyone's got a a birth story but yeah i'd like to talk about i'd I'd like to talk about it yeah and ray uh, so you sent a message to our group earlier this week and right after the birth of your beautiful baby rosary, I was like, Hey, you have a little baby rosary. And, um, <laughs> and you were kind of talking about the, the helplessness yes. of, of being there at, in the birthing suite and watching your wife give birth and lots of people are involved, but you're not right. <laughs> there's yes. The, yeah. And, um, if there's any dads listening, maybe you can, maybe you can relate the, the idea of the dad as a coach, the dad as a coach for, for a birth, it might be the most ridiculous <laughs> of <laughs> thoughts. I mean, yeah, I get like, yeah. Hey, you're going to participate in some way, but like, I mean, I've never coached a team, but I for sure wasn't a great coach for, <laughs> for the wife. It was like, Hey, run this play, baby. <laughs> and, uh, you can do it. That's right. Deliver, the- deliver that baby. <laughs> and like, uh, there's there's something ridiculous about it, and Jim Jim Gaffigan, the the comedian, he he has these great series of jokes on the the sense of man. There's some there's almost a futility to the dad mm-hmm. in in the in the event of the birth that the that the woman and the doctors or the nurses and the the midwives and all these. People are doing all these things, but um, the dad is kind of the the most sidelined. And can can you kind of uh, give some insight <laughs> into your own experience of that? And then maybe we could kind of break that down a little bit. 
Yeah, I mean, this is my experience, my personal experience. Uh, this, as I'm not sure if I've mentioned it, this is our uh, sixth cesarean. Our first one was an emergency one. And so, yeah, this is my wife's sixth cesarean. And so with that and with a cesarean involved like a lot of people think oh yeah that's an easy route kind of a thing it's just a surgery but there's a lot of in my view in 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 my angle here there's a lot of tugging and pulling and i stay up north when you go in when you go into the the operating room uh or let's 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 uh let's rewind a little bit there's there's a whole prep, you know. Uh, they they say come at what we showed up at one p.m., but the surgery is scheduled. The cesarean is scheduled for three p.m. So there's a lot of preps going on during that time, and so now comes three p.m. and we head to the uh, operating room, and they take my wife and they separate us. And I'm in this little room, like little prep room for for the husbands, or for the support. Uh, and I feel like I've I'm staying there, or I'm just staying still for a good hour. It's mm. probably like five minutes. <laughs> and you know, again, this is our sixth one. And I'm like, dude, this feels like hours, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna time this this time. So I looked at the clock. I looked at the watch. And I'm like, all right, it starts there. Yeah, and it was like a good twenty minutes. Okay, felt, by yourself, like by myself, just sitting in you know, a room, just sitting in a room, just sitting in a, on on a chair, and there's nurses and the doctors are kind of passing by and trying to make like you know uh, small conversations and saying hello and stuff, and I'm like this is it, this is the moment, blah blah blah. I'm like, yeah, I'm just waiting here, <laughs> and then when uh, when it's time for me to to enter in, in into the operating room. They have my wife strapped into, um, I don't know how, what what it, it. To me, I'll, I'll describe it the way I see it. It's like a crucifixion, man. Oh my god! She's like, yeah, she's um, you know, uh, there, there's a uh, a cloth that's covering the bottom half, so it's like really a, a, a curtain, in the sense of where the operating part is, and then I stay up north, as I mentioned, right by her side right by her face and she's strapped to kind of like uh i don't know what it is i i, I think it's like a four by four to be honest with you and she's like she's like being crucified like her arms stretched out and it's it's kind of i don't know if it's a velcro thing or what but she's not supposed to move right and i'm staying there with the um uh with the person that's dealing with the anesthesia sure the the, the uh so anyway, I'm staying up north, and during the time that they, you know, they do the incision and all that stuff, there's like this time around in the operating room, there's a, a little glass window that I'm actually seeing the reflection of what <laughs> the 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 doctors are doing. And you've never been down south. You've never watched it. I I stood up once uh, during my my um, I think it was Benjamin's my third and I learned my lesson never to do that again okay but this time around the doctor said all right this is the moment and then and then they told me to, to stand up to, to witness the moment this is the first time I actually saw my my child my daughter being pulled out of the body of my wife wow in the, the, the incision that's the first time like I saw them pulling the baby out. And it was just 
an awesome sight to see, but also a crazy, like, it blew my mind. I'm like, holy cow. Like, I had to take a seat. And, yeah, and I'm like, all right. And then and then, and then, then I joined my wife right next to her. We're praying and stuff. And next thing you know, we hear the baby crying. And that's, like, the relief. Like, like the, we could now breathe kind of a thing. But, yeah, during that part of, of like, of the after right after the incision there's a lot of tugging there's a lot of pulling there's a lot of like what the heck is going on on the other side kind of a thought right and it just before all of this during our 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 recording of for the podcast last week during that time i'm thinking like man you never really realize it I, i mean during the moment that you're there you're you're witnessing your wife give birth or you know uh, during that time you you there's that sense of helplessness but again reflecting on this last week before it all happened i'm like i i've never really thought of it this way but every single birth there's that chance of again you know life changing Mm. right um I, me and my wife had a conversation soon after our, our our podcast recording of like, all right, so what's gonna happen if this happens? If if X if Y happens, you know, who's gonna take care of the kids? I mean, like the conversation: Are you gonna remarry? I give you the permission to. Oh I'm like, gosh. wait, what do you what that type of talk? You know. And so again, it really is that sacrificial like giving of life, and. Yeah, you kind of, you don't think about it with your own life, but yeah, man, your parents gave up their lives for you. And again, we don't think, we don't give ourselves that moment or that time to kind of just reflect on that, like the life-giving sacrifice. Yeah. Well, well yeah. you know, it's pretty incredible, the the whole process of of a child being born and and, you know, I've had friends, maybe some who are listening to this podcast right now, where they they had plans of, like, we're going to go to the hospital. And then they are on their way and they give birth in a, the car <laughs> or, right, 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 uh, yeah. or in their living room. The baby just kind of spills out, right? And so there's, a, there's that level of, whoa, it just happened so fast and it was unexpected. And then there's other level of like, all right, we know the time and the place. And then they're just going to like cut the, they're going to cut, make the incision and pull out the baby and cut the cord and clear the mouth. And all of a sudden, boom, there it is. Yeah. There's the baby. And uh, yeah, so it's just a really wide spectrum. But w- w- one of the common, one of the commonalities besides this completely, unknown quantity of what we do, anything can happen at any time is that in this critical moment, it's really not about the dad, right? Like it's about a lot of other things, but the dad is, the dad is sidelined in a lot of ways. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, and some might say, you know, like maybe that's, maybe that's a reduction of, of the man's role. Maybe that, that diminishes, that diminishes, um, fatherhood even in, in some way, because at the critical moment of like the, the birth of the child, uh, 
that the the dad is the dad is diminished uh because the mother does all the work and in my in my experience like my wife gave birth um not in the not what whatever you call it vaginally can we say that word mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. is it okay to say vagina in on this podcast <laughs> and we're all mature adults and here. i was down south like For the most all part. the time <laughs> And I was like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> like my mind is. Do you, do you feel like, fa- do you faint or do you feel no, like No, but fainting? I was like, that's like a living, breathing organism. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I, and I, was, I thought to myself, maybe I shouldn't be here. <laughs> like, <there's, laughs> what am I doing here? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's it. And, and the other thought was, why would anyone be a gynecologist like, <laughs> or an OB? Why, what would possess a person? But, um, I was like, can the money be that good? <laughs> the, um, but, but, uh, getting back to the point, I also felt in the, in those moments that, wow, I, I don't have a role to play or my role is insignificant, but I guess I throw it back to you, Ray. Is that true? Do you have a role to play or is it, are you insignificant? (laughs) This is, yeah, this is a great question and a great, um, a great thought to really ponder uh, because I, I said it, and as you mentioned earlier, I've said it in a group text that we had with our, our Fatherhood Arise group, and they're like, no, Rayer, because I, I mentioned something about me feeling helpless, and I think that word helpless kind of translated, or I don't know, they just saw uselessness, and I'm like, I, I didn't feel useless, I felt helpless, mm. and with that with that helplessness i i felt it's kind of weird but i felt empowered with that helplessness hmm. T- tell me more i felt <laughs> it's weird but i felt empowered because i'm like all right well yeah like you said i feel like i don't have a part in it i'm, I'm yeah i'm coaching i'm i'm pray the biggest support that i i can give is like i'm right next to her face to face and we're praying we're just we're just praying side by side and just like whispering I love yous right to 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 my wife and I'm like I got you but at the same time I have zero power mm. I don't but I'm going to I'm going to rely on the heavenly father's power and his goodness and I I was leaning on that so going back to that point of feeling helpless but at the same time fe- feeling that powerfulness because you because because you because you feel helpless it's because i i I point to god and i'm like i i can't do anything here whatever is about to happen i'm i'm helpless Mm -hmm. but i'm gonna trust and and lean on my my god i'm gonna lean on my god Uh, as will be done i love i love that reflection that there's a there's a key difference between helplessness and a usefulness right mm-hmm. uselessness Useless. like you're not you're not useless when you're helpless right that that there's mm-hmm. there's still a sense and you know maybe you know perhaps this is the most humbling place and and when i think of the humble the humbled father or the humble father i think of saint joseph right in the year yes, in the yes, year yes. of saint joseph mm-hmm. that there's a 
There's a humility that comes with knowing that we do not have the power. That is mm. not all up to us. But that the heavenly, heavenly Father has the power. Right? That God has the power in, in that situation. And that doesn't mean that we're useless. No, that to be humble doesn't mean we have no value or we're... Or we're, or we're useless. It means that we rely on that which is so much greater, um, a love so much stronger, right? And so, yeah, I'm really actually quite inspired by what you just said um, about, about that. Because, yeah, there's, there's a sense of, man, even when we do feel helpless, you know what, that is empowering, mm-hmm. it teaches us trust. It tre- teaches us that it's not all about us. And even as as we look forward in our fatherhood and as you raise the rosary, <laughs> I was like going to have yeah. fun with this name that, <laughs> um, uh, that, you know, the ultimate thing is you're not going to have the power in, in lots of these situations with your children. And you're going to have to rely on God, uh, because ultimately lots of this stuff is going to be in God's hands. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just a quick quick funny bit here yeah a lot of people are like oh rosary that's a beautiful name that's uh, for me i'm like yeah we're, we have so many kids that we're just looking at any object in the room <laughs> and we're like yeah crucifix that's a, yeah, that's a good yeah. name uh <laughs> hey come here cup <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man but we were actually uh very we were we were not sure yet we were still praying we were still discerning on our daughter's name and we were led yeah i think her name is rosary that's that's the name that got that that's us cool rosary lourdes part of our part of our uh, story rosary lourdes so were you praying the rosary as she is um being born we we were we were she's a little tiny little tiny cute little rosary oh that's sweet part of uh part of my approval for that name is because i've i was wanting to name our daughter rayana <laughs> just to, so i can call Rayana, just to call her Riri, yeah. but with the name Rosary, I could still call you her. You could Riri. call a kid whatever you want to call them. Like it doesn't <laughs> doesn't even matter. Hey, you. I yeah. I love the <laughs> the names of children that are completely unrelated to their their actual name, their nickname. <laughs> yeah, those are those are the best. That's true. Yeah. So how's how's Rosary now, and how's how's your wife now that you've you've realized that you're not you're not useless, yes. you are helpless. I'm not useless, but you're not useless, Praise and you God. were able to help out, you take care of kids, and keep your family together, yes. and feed feed children, and keep them going, Lots and of mouths, all of that stuff, and support your wife. So how how are the the two lovely ladies? Praise be to God, they're well. Um, and uh, yeah, just uh, if I could ask for prayers from our listeners out there. That uh, uh, Rosary is was she was early. She's thirty seven weeks, um, and you know full term is forty. And usually for cesareans, it's thirty nine mm. for us. Uh, so it's it's a week before the the full term. Uh, but this time around, since it's our sixth cesarean. Uh, the doctors advised us to come in earlier because of danger of, of other things that would happen. So they said 37. So my baby daughter is, 
it's she's not a preemie. What are, what's the term that they called it? She's a uh, an early birth or okay. something like that. Early, early something. Anyway, she's doing well, but she has she doesn't have as much fat as she should. Sure. So she gets cold easily. Um. So we're trying to fatten her up, and with with the stress of that, it's, it's fattening me up because <laughs> I've been stress eating during this whole time. Uh, but uh, praise be to God, she's doing well. She's gaining weight, uh, and um, and yeah, and my wife is uh, doing well as well. She's uh, starting. She's she wa- she's walking around already, trying to tell her not to go up and down the stairs, but can't stop her. She I just tell her to slow down, but uh, she's doing well. Yeah, it's been yeah, it's gonna be a week. That's now. That's awesome. So yeah, in that time, Ray, this week, did you guys go home the next day? So it was birth at three, and then were you home the next day? Usually for cesareans, it's a good two to three days. Two to in three the days in the hospital. So then you've been yeah. home for. And so when you're in the hospital, you t- you're taking care of the baby as much as you can. Yeah, yeah, we're um, changing diapers. Changing diapers. I think this is actually. Truth be told, this is the 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 most diapers I've changed in a, in a child during a newborn <laughs> ever. phase ever. Nice during newborn phase, and I've been um because before also my wife it's all breastfeeding, so it's all her. I I can't help with that department. It it looks like I could, but I can't. Um, <laughs> but but uh, this time around, um, since she's uh, early thirty seven weeks. She mm-hmm. she needs some help with um, getting you know getting some milk. So I've been I've been the one doing the bottle feeding. So there you go. Yeah, usefulness. See that? That's right. And then you know you're taking care of your wife. You're ordering her food probably from the <laughs> the hospital uh, cafeteria. That's right. And, and um, eating her, a lot yourself. I, I eat her food as well. Stuff that she can't finish. <laughs> like, so then like, I did you get a free meal, right, baby? I did. <laughs> right. I don't want to go to waste. I'm paying for this insurance, you know. Oh yeah. So so That's yeah. Right. So yeah, man. I gained weight. And then do you are you the do you leave the hospital and then go get go get meals and then bring it back? Is that the style? No. Or is it like just straight up all hospital food? Straight up all hospital food. Uh, I do enjoy uh, hospital food anyway. The cafeteria is a great place to hang out. By totally the way, underrated. <laughs> no, it's great. I love it. By the way, the, the cafeteria ladies in the hospital, they love my father hoodie. They're like, oh, yeah. all of them. All good. Five of them. Five cafeteria ladies gave me a nice compliment saying, I love that hoodie. I love that father hoodie. I so they should, it. you should direct them to the, to them. the website. I told them. It's actually snap told, up their own. Yeah. I told them to uh, check out your website uh, called to rise. It's called to rise.org, right? Yeah. There it is. See? Slash shop. There it go. But anyway, they loved hoodie. it. Father hoodie. Hey, any any fathers out there? Any uh, uh, new fathers out there? Go get one of those hoodies, man. They, they're actually that's that's the only thing that I I wore actually. Um, I didn't really. I brought one extra shirt, zero underwear, and <laughs> and just that hoodie. That's it. You. <laughs> that's a problem. That's it, man. Four days. Four days. That's how, that's how gracious. I roll. And and so when so when um. 
a woman has a, a cesarean, they get cut up, right? And then they got to get stitched up or, or right. like bandaged up and then they can't really move. And so you had to do a, probably a lot of the the heavy lifting around and the mo- the things that require movement and stuff like that. Am I right? That is correct. That is correct. And I, I again, she's uh, the type to try it to try it herself. And I have to remind her, hey, slow down, take it easy, don't be a hero. There you go. Don't See, be a hero. so what I'm saying, Ray, is you seem helpful, not helpless. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, you I'm could helpful. be helpful. I try. I try. And even when you feel helpless, you're not useless. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. There's some there's some quality things there to pull out and and think about even though even though for for real though, for real though. Shout mm. out to your wife who carried a child for 9 months and and then bore that child into the world and shout out to the medical team that supported y'all. But yeah, I I think uh women are incredible and so uh, powerful and uh, yeah just shout out to all the ladies Amen. out there yeah we we pray for all those pregnant ladies out there and um you know the safe delivery and the baby actually reminds me of the, the upcoming gospel this uh this coming sunday actually from the gospel of mark i'm gonna read that last line to you in um, the gospel of mark says Whoever receives one child such as this in my name receives me. And whoever receives me receives not me, but the one who sends me. So, again, that's uh, the upcoming gospel, chapter 9 and of of, uh, of Mark's um, writings here. So check that out. Keep that uh, in close to your heart as we continue to pray for, for uh, all the mothers out there and, again, for all the babies for all the babies out there. Yeah. Little Rosary had a shot. Little Rosary had uh, the opportunity to, to live. And uh, we, we pray that she continues to grow and, and get healthier every day and uh, for healing for, uh, for her mom as she gets, uh, she gets a better. So Ray, since, uh, you're the new dad once again, uh, why don't once you again. lead us in prayer, uh, and pray for your family. Sure thing. And again, um, just getting some inspiration, getting some, some wisdom from the gospel of Mark. Um, just picturing Jesus taking a child he placed in their midst and putting his arms around the child, he said to them, whoever receives one child such as this in my name receives me. And whoever receives me receives not me, but the one who sends me. So Lord Jesus, be with us. We want to receive you. We want to be with you. Continue to guide all the fathers out there, all the mothers out there to answer the call of that parenthood, to answer the call, especially the fathers, to answer that call of, of fatherhood, to be that support. And those fathers, Lord, we lift up to you, those who are feeling helpless. May they know who is God and it is you. And may they know to lean on you, to lean on your goodness. Lord Jesus, continue to bless us. St. Joseph, pray for us. Mama Mary, pray for us. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
Amen. Thank you so much, Ray. That was beautiful. Dude, you look tired, man. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, you looked at the bag. The bag's under your eye. You didn't put any makeup on. What's the bags under my eyes have bags under That's their right. eyes. Does so you didn't pack any underwear, but your bags were packed bags on your eyes. Yeah, both both bags. Double bags. Yeah, double man. Bags. Well, was, that too much, was that too much information when I said I didn't bring any underwear? Because it's That's probably it. It's true. It was true. It was probably too much. <laughs> but not enough underwear. I mean, I, I I remember being told like you should keep a fresh pair of underwear in your uh, in your glove compartment. No need. Because like if you ever get in a car accident, you're probably gonna have to change your underwear, <laughs> and you wouldn't right. have a new and what on Yo, there. So have it in there. Life hack for for everyone out there. You don't need underwear, man. You just need some paper towels, whatever you can get. <laughs> this just. <laughs> Wrap this it is up. insanity. <laughs> what are you talking about? Let's wrap it up. That's Don't all. Need That's it. As we all wrap right. it up, though, yo, when, what, what, what you been <laughs> up to? What you been up oh to? Oh my gosh, yeah, it's been busy. It's been busy um, with work and stuff. But if you want to see what I'm up to, you can always follow me on my Instagram at Call to Rise or check out my website, calltorise.org. Hey, why don't you go there and go to slash shop and Do pick up it. a fatherhood father hoodie makes a great hey, gift to there. all new fathers out there a great gift absolutely and hey christmas is just around the corner when those burr months hmm. so i would have rocked my father hoodie over the weekend too so hey get yours if you don't got one go get it um how about you ray what, what you been up to yo follow us on facebook instagram and on uh, Twitter at Fatherhood Arise. Follow us again, Father at Fatherhood Arise, and visit our website, fatherhoodarise.com. If you have any questions, any ideas, any uh, topics that you want us to cover, do email us at fatherhoodarise at gmail.com. Again, that's fatherhoodarise at gmail.com. Let us know what you think, and again, share your ideas with us. And we'll probably do another episode of listeners' questions. So. Get that com- I mean, keep yeah. that coming. Keep that coming. Put put those qu- keep bringing us some questions so that we can talk about poop. Poop. I, it, yo, I got I got a couple more life hacks I want to share. We'll save that for later. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Cool. Right, Peace. Man. Peace.